I'm Graham West of NDS's Safer and Stronger Project. I'm joined today by Henry Newton, who works at NDS covering the Royal Commission. And Henry is going to give us an update on the important recent findings and some suggestions as to actions the provider should be taking right now. G'day, Graham. Thank you. Um, so, as Graham said, my name is Henry Newton. I'm a senior policy officer at National Disability Services, um, focusing on the Disability Royal Commission. So in terms of a couple of things that have been happening lately with the, the Royal Commission, um, recently we found out the extension has been granted uh, to the Royal Commission, so it will now run until September 2023. So I think by all accounts it's a, uh, it's a marathon rather than a sprint, but as Graham says, there are some things that we can focus on now, um, and in fact we'll talk about some recommendations that have already been made and some findings as well. Uh, we've seen a couple of uh, hearings focusing on disability services uh, in the last couple of weeks. Uh, and we've also heard that the chair talk about this new phase of disability services um, as a focus for the Royal Commission. And we expect at least two more hearings before year's end focusing on disability services. So it certainly feels like the Royal Commission's uh, turning their minds to disability service provision. As I say, we've seen some findings and some recommendations already. So we've seen the COVID-19 hearing report and we've also seen the Australian government publish their response to that report, um, including some considerations around the NDIS Commission and the way that it understands its role. Uh, and we've also more recently seen a report on the psychotropic medication uh, hearing, um, including with the finding that psychotropic medication is overprescribed to people with cognitive disability. So as I say, these are some things that are, um, you know, the, the Royal Commission is really starting to set down some more concrete uh, recommendations and findings. And these are the sort of things that organisations should be reading and picking up and starting to think about how they can respond. Um, there are, uh, as, and I've, and I've um, alluded to a number of the, the hearings in the schedule that are um, coming up. In terms of the recent, uh, the couple of recent disability services hearings, I thought I'd just touch on a couple of uh, key themes. So we have seen two hearings so far, one based in New South Wales and one based in South Australia. The New South Wales one was a non-government disability service provider. The South Australian one focused on uh, government services, uh, which were run essentially in kind as a transition out of the NDIS. Uh, during the case studies, we saw a number of things. We saw um, instances or allegations of physical and verbal abuse. We uh, saw threats, um, evidence of threats to clients. We heard of a, quote, air of neglect in one of the houses, uh, which was confirmed by a senior public servant. Uh, we heard of cultural issues within uh, the services. Uh, another theme was relationship breakdowns. Um, and also this idea of communicating with our service users and, and their families. And we heard instances of families not being kept in the loop, um, in particular with respect to investigations. Uh, and we also heard about incidents being either underreported or in some cases miscategorised. Um, we also, uh, there was a bit of an investigation in the latter hearing about uh, what had been done in response to uh, and the death of Anne-Marie Smith, um, there'd been a number of uh, inquiries that had been conducted and reports written and the Royal Commission was really interested to know uh, what had happened there. So I've alluded to some of the things that we've heard in both of those uh, hearings, uh, but I wanted to just kind of delve a little deeper into some of those themes that I, I touched on. And I really encourage people when I'm speaking about these to think about 
not uh, we, we're encouraging organisations not to have the attitude, oh, well, that happens over there, that doesn't happen in our own organisation. Instead, have the attitude, how can I assure myself that the, there is the lowest chance possible that this is happening in my organisation? Always begin with the, the premise that it could be and, in fact, might be happening in your organisation and think from that um, position. So as I alluded to, uh, relationships were a really big uh, topic for the Royal Commission. They were really interested in how the level of transparency uh, organisations and service providers provided, how they communicated with their service users and families, um, how they apologised, whether they apologised when they discovered that there was a particular um, incident that, it, that occurred. So that's something that's really worth focusing on. Uh, NBS has produced on the Royal Commission Hub a uh, guide to communicating well during a Royal Commission. Um, and some of the things uh, in there are considering, you know, what are some things that have happened in the past of your organisation and how have you uh, dealt with those in terms of your relationship with those people? There were considerations of uh, workforce in terms of how organisations screen, recruit for and screen in their, uh, for their workforce. Also, the representation of people with disability in uh, organisations' workforce, including at senior levels um, and at board level. Uh, when we turn to cultural issues, there, were, uh, there was evidence of um, issues such as blame, um, under-reporting, and there was a suggestion that perhaps under-reporting may travel, you know, not only be happening at the um, front line, but also be happening, you know, at more senior, um, senior levels of an organisation as well. There was also uh, an instance which uh, there was a suggestion that there was evidence of racial segregation within um, one of the houses among the staff, and so that's something that I think is particularly, um, you know, pertinent to focus on. In terms of the Royal Commission was interested to look at how things went wrong, but they were also really interested to, in terms of uh, what organisations did in response once they discovered that things had gone wrong. So I've already talked about, you know, communicating with families and, and the, the question of apologising. Um, We've heard uh, from, from legal um, experts that there's a misperception that an apology is necessarily um, an admission of guilt and most uh, legal representatives say that that is a misperception. Uh, so there's obviously things for organisations to consider there. Um, also changes to organisational policy. So the Royal Commission was interested to know once an organisation knew that an incident had occurred, how had they revisited their organisational policies to change those in, in the, um, in response. Uh, there, was a, there was also a, a key question which was responsibility and I think this kind of came out in both of the hearings in terms of there were individual workers who were uh, accused of incidents and um, for some of them those incidents went to, to court uh, and the question was to what extent was that a responsibility of those individuals and to what extent was that in fact a responsibility of the organisation the CEO, the, uh, the board of the organisation. Uh, and I think it's worth considering for all organisations that things like recruitment, there are a number of tools that organisations have, such as their screening and their recruitment, and how when red flags are raised in an organisation, how they're dealt with and how that information is um, you know, passed through the organisation, that uh, an organisation really can take responsibility or some things that, you know, it may be easy to say is the um, work of a few, you know, quote-unquote bad apples. Um, and it should be said that that, that bad apple approach is, um, is very increasingly being considered an old-fashioned approach. 
Uh, and I might just finish up with this, um, with a number of kind of big questions that were being um, considered within the, the Royal Commission. So one of the things that was being considered is the model of service provision, social service provision has come from a history of a charity-based model. And there's this kind of increasing um, sense of a human rights-based model and whether those two things are compatible. Um, and we know that the Royal Commission itself is really interested in those kind of the human rights-based uh, way of working. There was also considerations of finance, of organisations making uh, profit, whether it's appropriate for disability services to make profit and for non-profit organisations, how they're reinvesting the money that they're making back into their services. And there was quite a forensic examination of that. Um, there was also the consideration of the medical versus the social model of disability. Um, that certainly came into play. And also how organisations identify vulnerability in the people who are uh, who use their services. So you can see that it's certainly an opportunity for some big policy reform. There's some big questions on the table. Um, and as I say, some of these things, uh, including those recommendations, are things that can be acted on now. And so organisations should be signing up to NDS news updates, making sure they're across the latest with uh, what's happening with the Royal Commission and reading some of those uh, reports. I know some of them are lengthy, but there are some that really, and a lot of them do have some really um, key findings and recommendations that organisations should be reading and acting on now. Thank you so much, Henry, for that excellent update. So just Henry gave us a real challenge there, and that is work on the premise that it could happen inside your organisation, but just doesn't happen necessarily to others. So really like that challenge, we should be looking at our own um, backyards and not just observing others. And, yeah, the Royal Commission Hub that you've uh, been feeding some great information to, Henry, will make the link available for that. So that's at nds.org.au, our website. So thanks for this update. Look forward to hearing further updates from you. So appreciate your time today.